Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. My name is Matt Armando. I am Emily Claire Friggins. And this is TBD. With your favorite hosts, Matt and Emily. <laughs> Here we are. Welcome to the premiere and only podcast about tea and friendship, TBD. Uh, Emily, what does TBD stand for? What is this podcast? TBD. I'm going to just take you on a little st- tour. Um, to quote my favorite person who is not a person I've ever met, um, Taylor Swift, hey kids, spelling is fun, and I'm going to spell TBD for you. Whoa. T-E-A-B-D. We're drinking tea right now. Did you know that? We're drinking tea. I knew we were drinking tea. We're also going to talk <laughs> topics soon. And those topics are going to be B-D. Be decided. Determined? Decided. To be... God, why do we always forget this? I feel like I'm the one who forgets, and I think I've just screwed us all up because I can never remember, and now I think you're confused because I can't remember. You have cursed me with the inability to remember what it is. Already been decided <laughs> to be... No, determined. To be determined. That's how I think of it. To okay. be determined. To be determined. And next week, we might have a weird episode where we buck the Not trend. might. Well, I'm, I listen. Yes, it, it is. All right. That's, that's, that's been determined. We are for sure doing that one. Um, we have a special episode next week. But keep listening to this episode. <laughs> Don't stop now. <laughs> um, what else is new? Well, we're at Riverside Park. Yeah. That was what this is called. We're at a brand new spot. We're on the river. I can we're, see water. And also the sun is right in my eyes. I see the water. Emily's got the sun in her eyes. I got the sun in my back. I should have traded spots because I have sunglasses and she does not. <laughs> um, she wa- if she really wants to, she can give me a sign. Okay. <laughs> uh, here we are. L- we're looking at New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. We're in Manhattan. We're looking at New Jersey. Is that the George Washington Bridge over there behind us? Is that I believe that so, yes. The George Washington Bridge. We got, um, what's this? Is this the, uh, what road is this? This is I think that's the Riverside West Side Highway. Dri- oh, West Side Highway. It was Riverside Drive, not the name of the thing next to Riverside. It could also be Riverside. I don't know. Uh, here's, there's a helicopter flying very close to us. I hope you all can hear that. Is That's a low helicopter. <laughs> um, I just want to say to the listeners out there, I think I could have made eye contact with the driver of that helicopter yes that helicopter is so close as close as the cars to the road near us are probably (laughs) like yeah what a close helicopter uh we were not in any danger but of course uh the helicopter can be close without causing danger (laughs) i don't know what i was going to say there you start a sentence and then you don't know where it's going to end um yeah this is a we're in a lovely park brand new location uh, we're near Emily's apartment, kind of, although a 25-ish minute walk from there. Okay, to be fair, I led us astray. Mm-hmm. I was I was like, I knew what I wanted to find, but I was having issues finding it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, we got here eventually. <laughs> I'm giving her a hard time now because we're on, on the podcast. But she was apologizing profusely before we recorded it, and I said, Emily, it's okay. I do want to say that I can leave. I can grab my jacket, leave you with the podcasting equipment, leave my tea containers... Take my blanket and go. I, I, I just completely owned up to it being a joke. And here you are. I'm leaving. Harassing me. I'm leaving. I'm being harassed. Does everybody hear this? Matt, how was your day? My day. Ugh, I don't want to talk about my day. 
Okay, so that was a bad day for Matt. We're going to turn it around with this podcast, though. Um, I practiced my sketch today. That was my one. That's my good news. I'm going to record my sketch soon. Good. I've got a sketch I'm recording, and I'm working on the lines. It's it's like a really long monologue, so I'm like, damn, why did I write this for myself? Um, that's the world I'm living in. But do you have to film it all in one go? I'm going to try to. That's sort of what I'm going to... That's sort of what I want to do. And I also... I, I've been having... I have this thing where I film my stuff too many times and then I try to edit it and it's a huge pain so I was going to try to maybe just do like two takes of this one and, and if I have to edit those two then put it together but but basically have it all memorized so that I don't have as many like flubs or whatever okay <laughs> um and it's basically like a speech I'm just like memorizing a whole speech with no note cards <laughs> no notes no notes although it only be it's only like two minutes long or something I don't know I'm not like running for president or something I once had to memorize a speech that was like 10 sentences long. I don't remember. There was like very specific constraints. And I remember having to memorize it and doing it. But I don't remember what the exact constraints were. I feel like I've had to memorize things too. But I, and now that I know like all, no, nobody memorizes anything. No. People just, they, they, they have note cards. They have teleprompters. They have all this stuff. No one memorizes anything. People, the people on SNL don't memorize stuff. They, they, well, it's because they take so long to write their sketches and that they have to have those cue cards. Yeah. Just sometimes you watch SNL, and I don't really do that very much. But you see the actors, all their eyes are like off, not facing where they're supposed to be. And you're like, oh, this guy's are Could you do cue cards? cards? Um, could I do cue cards? Sure. I suppose, hypothetically, I could. Would I do that? No. <laughs> I have tried using, I, I had a teleprompter app for my tablet which you could like type text in and uh, have it scroll at like a certain speed, so you could you could just be reading it. But I f- found it was a little distracting because then you're too busy reading. I don't know. And it's I tough. do love to read. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think I need to get used to reading that way, but like not looking or not like paying that much attention. You know, it's sort of like the bullet point thing, right? Yeah. Like, don't have too much up there. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> Emily, how was your day? Uh, it was good. I taught. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Wow. Now, I heard you made a real mess of your sink today. Is that true? <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> listeners. I made I made a lunch today. I got a surprise subscription box that I did pay for, but um, did not realize I was getting until the day before it came. Um, wow. And I made mm-hmm. vegan chicken and dumplings with mushrooms. And boy, did it make a huge mess. It was, it, was, um, it was not as much a mess as a lot of plates. It seemed to be a lot of dishes. Yes, uh, Matt saucers. got a little sneak peek of my apartment. We were socially distanced. <laughs> don't worry, listeners. I don't think they're worried. But I, um, Matt was a little early. I was 15 minutes early. I walked into Emily's apartment. She said, it's a little, a little messy or something I, unclear. Um... And then uh, told me not to look in the sink. So obviously the first thing I did was look in the sink. Um, and there's just a lot of dishes. <laughs> then bring it up on the podcast. They, they're not, I'm not gross. Mm-hmm. I just didn't do them right away. I ate and then I had to go back to teaching. So the question for you, the listener, is do you believe that Emily actually filled an entire sink of dishes with just one lunch? Or do you think she is a slob? That's the question for you. I'm not putting out my editorial on this. <laughs> there's a cutting board, a few mixing <laughs> bowls, two pots because I... Probably cooked the mushrooms too long, um, mm-hmm. so I couldn't. I was unusable until 
I need. Uh, so I got another pot, another another skillet. Sorry, mm. it's not a pot. Um, wow, I think one doth protest too when much. When I when I diced things up, I put them in little cups. The cutting board also makes it seem like it's more full than it is because it doesn't quite fit in the bottom of the sink, mm. so it's at a diagonal. So that mm. makes everything lifted up. Interesting. Well, that's a lot of excuses, but um, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. We're talking tea today. <laughs> I feel like that was a little household tea that we just went through. <laughs> Uh, Emily, this is your tea, so you might as well tell us about it. I would love to tell you about it, but first off, I do want every, the listeners to know that it legit looks like we're drinking white wine in the park. Um, yeah, uh, we have we have yeah. little plastic cups because the tea is too hot to drink out of the tea containers. I would say mine is a little bit more tea-looking than yours. Um, and but also the sun is hitting mine. That is true, but I'm still sticking with what I just said. Okay. I think mine is but a little it, darker. It looks. Mine it looks, looks a little more like whiskey. Like watered down whiskey. Emily and I look like we are drinking what we have drank in the park together before. <laughs> but we're not. We're drinking tea. And this tea is. is Got to put my tea down and grab the tea. Yes. This tea is a hat I got with the podcast in mind, with Matt in mind, on the podcast. Oh, my. I'm so flattered. This is White Summer White Tea uh, by the Spice Professors. I bought it at um, the Bryant Park Christmas Market this winter. Um, and I bought it because I, I thought Matt would like the white tea on the podcast. Wow. You bought me a tea in December and you're busting it now. Well, then this thing called the coronavirus happened I... and I was separated from my teas. <sighs> Emily, this is so thoughtful of you. I'm sorry I made fun of what you're saying. <laughs> white Anyways. summer that you bought in the winter and we are now having in the following fall. Exactly. Um, okay. So these are the ingredients. Mango, pear, Marigold. That's all I got. And white tea, I assume. Yeah, and it doesn't say that, but I would also assume white tea, as that's what it says on the, the front. Let us make that assumption. <laughs> um, I should have made you guess what was in it. Damn it. Um, Matt, do you taste the marigold? Mm, I don't know that I would have picked that out. No, I'm not sure. I should, I should have a marigold tea so I know what marigold tastes like on its own. Do you taste the pear? I do taste the pear. I think the pear is the the um, the leading taste on this. Right. And do you taste the mango? Uh, I also taste mango, but it is tainted heavily by pear. It, is, it <laughs> has been I, a real string for you for mango teas. I've been mangoing it up um, so hard. So I'm trying to open the thing with just one hand. Yes. I got it. So I, fun fact listener, I pre-bagged this tea so I can't see it, but I... Um, <laughs> Did you remember you pre-bagged it before you opened it? Or were you opening it? Well, I was like halfway there. (laughs) Um, But I do want the listeners to know that the other day I pre-bagged all... By the way, that plane that just flew by us is some sort of military radar plane, which is, I looked away and then Emily had to look at it too. It's weird looking. I thought you, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I pre-bagged my tea. I took all of the paper bags that I had that like are for loose leaf tea and I pre-bagged them. And I gotta say guys, I recommend it. It was so easy to make this tea today. Uh... Emily was so excited. She texted me about it. I did. It. it was very exciting. As, which is, I know it's, it's too early for the check-in, but as we talked about text messaging last week, <laughs> and um, Emily's desire to or to not do it, I don't know, however you, however you feel you come out of last week's episode of the podcast, she just texted me. She was bagging tea. And Who I was else like, am I going to text go. about tea, you know? Uh, well, I definitely appreciate that. Um, anyways, this is the tea. Um, you taste mm-hmm. the mango. You taste the pear. Yeah. Um, 
I, can I taste- feel like you steeped mine more. Steeped yours more than I steeped mine. Yes, hence the darkerness. But um, do you think that adds to the flavor or do you think it subtracts? Now, obviously, you can't taste mine, but um, does the extra steeping, are you enjoying it or is it too steeped? My, it is not oversteeped. It is not bitter. Um, so white tea, so actually, it's like one of the easier ones to oversteep uh, in the world. But um, I like my tea a little strong anyways, and uh, it's good. I will say we steep this for at least four minutes, and it says to only do it for two to three minutes, and I can't imagine doing that. I feel like it would be so weak. Yes. How are you feeling on yours? Do you um, feel... So I am enjoying it. Um, I definitely taste the pear. Mm, yes, I should have asked you, but you knew all the flavors already. Have you had this tea already? I have, yes. Actually, it makes a very good iced tea. Um, <laughs> wow, we're not, no worrying about that. <laughs> I've, 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 I've made it multiple times as an iced tea. Um I, uh, yes, I do enjoy this tea. I've had it as hot and iced. It's been in my apartment since December. Mm. Now, I well, didn't open been, it until more in, recently. It's been in two apartments since December. Exactly. It's, it's mo- it moved with me. Um, I don't know. You're the white tea expert. <laughs> what do you think? Expert? I have a preference. I don't know if I'm an expert. Um, it's very good. It's, it's light, it's fruity, but it's also tea, which I think can sometimes be the problem with overly fruity teas is that it no longer tastes like tea. Um, or, you know, I don't know. It, it still, it still retains its white teeness. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's good. And it's very refreshing too, which, um, I also, it's what, one of the main things I like about white teas, sort of the lighterness of it. I think that, I think that takes us into the question. Are you ready for the question? Sure. Would you describe this Spice Professor's white summer, white tea, purchased specifically for you, my dear friend who mocks me endlessly, as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Well, Emily, <laughs> um, as, I, as I feel bad <laughs> for any, any um, wrongs I've committed to you on this podcast... Um, you did get this tea, a tea that is right up my alley. It's got the mango and it's got the white teaness. So, so lovely. I would describe, I would describe this as my cup of tea. It is delightful. Perhaps if there's a winter market this year, I can go buy some myself. <laughs> we'll see how the, we'll see how the tides turn with this, uh, year. <laughs> I will say when I bought this tea, I wasn't aware of your mango thing. So. That, maybe you, maybe you were. Maybe like deep down, you just knew. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Emily, do, I mean, do you want to talk about your feelings about this tea at all first? Other, other than that you like it, or should I just ask you the question? Just ask me the question. Okay. Wait, before you ask me the question, a beautiful Australian shepherd just passed us. Oh. Oh. Okay. Um, Emily, do you find this... Uh, white summer white tea to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea. Thank you so much for asking. It is my cup of tea. I will say I'm having it hot right now and I enjoy it. I think this tea is meant to be iced. Um, I, as you know, I like a fruity iced tea and I'm not ashamed of myself, Matt. I'm not. Okay. It's very good iced tea. Um, in fact, no, it's not one of my current iced teas, but it has been one of my iced teas <laughs> recently. Um, I, I like the fruitiness of it. I like the nice light white tea flavor. 
um, there's like a crispness to it. I guess that's mm. like the refreshing nature. That's a good. It's a good descriptor. What was that? That's a good descriptor. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's funny. I'm wearing headphones and you're not, so I can. <laughs> I hear everything, no matter how quiet Emily says it. Like it's in in my ear because it quite literally is. But if I say something even like halfway quiet, she can't hear me because <laughs> we are six feet apart, like responsible adults. Exactly. Um, um, this tea, as you mentioned it, as you mentioned the iced teaness of it, it reminds me that actually one of my favorite uh, store pre-made store-bought Snapple teas <laughs> is their peach white tea. The peach white by Snapple is uh, a, a pe- peach white tea. Snapple <laughs> is. Uh, like my favorite Snapple, I, th- I think. And this is kind of in the same vein as that. I mean, this isn't sweet. Um, I'm back, Actually, if you'd sweeten this, I'd be like, is this a Snapple? <laughs> um, and as much as I've railed against iced tea on this podcast, I, I do like a good Snapple from time to time. <laughs> I'll pop open a Snapple <laughs> every now and then. It's been a while, but... Do you like their nice messages in the cap? Uh, yeah, aren't they facts? Snapple yeah, facts? Yeah, I think they're facts. Yeah, I love those Snapple facts. Give me them. Give me more of them. <laughs> that's fun fact. That's where I get all my fun facts from. Snapple caps. Wow. I will say my only disappointment with this tea is that I'm almost out, and I could have made it slightly bigger, but because I pre-bagged the teas, um, they were a specific size for my Keurig. I will say the. I was. I will say I can always use more tea. Always. Um, Did you say this was your cup of tea or not? <laughs> I, I said it was my cup of tea. I said okay. that way earlier. Okay, just making sure. It's even more my cup of tea when it's iced. Wow. Cup of tea and then cup of tea plus. Yes. <laughs> uh, tea talk done? Tea talk complete. Wow. Now, what are we doing? We are checking in about the past topics that have been on this podcast. <laughs> Matt is going to ask me questions. I'm going to ask Matt questions. Wow. And we're going to chat, 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 and check in done. People have been asking, so many people have been asking, when are we going to put out an album? When's the album coming out? And I said it's TBD. Um, <laughs> we are checking in. Uh, how has the last week of phone calls and text messages been going? Fine. Talk um, to my mom. I asked Emily on Saturday. Okay, she I wanted to want to defend myself. On talk this, to me going. on the phone about uh, this uh, super special episode we're doing on Thursday. I said, "Hey, we just talked about this on the podcast. Throw, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna throw this to you because you said for these kind of planning. Wait, I'm gonna pause you. For, the dog is coming back. The okay. beautiful dog is coming back. Beautiful dog. Hello, beauty. Hello, doggy. Okay. Um, okay. It's got a little backpack on. It's cute." Um, I, I message Emily, I go, Hey, you just said for planning things, you think it's worth just having a little phone call. So I thought, well, we got to plan this thing. Let's have a little phone call. Did you think Emily called me in the four days leading up to now? No. And I'm going to defend myself. She did not. Matt's text message said, Hey, do you want to talk for 20 minutes tomorrow or do you want to wait until after the podcast on Tuesday? And I already had two social events planned on Sunday. One was a phone call that was like an hour and a half long with previous podcast guest, Troy Allen Van Gundy. Um, And another was a dinner with my dear friend, Molly. 
And between those two things and the fact that I actually do have work to do, I couldn't do it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I was busy. Sure. Sure. Now, yes, could I have done it Monday? Yes. But you know what I did until yesterday at like 1130? I worked. Wow. Interesting. And then I also knew I'm going to see Matt on Tuesday. Hmm. Let's just talk about it as he suggested in his text message after the podcast. But listeners, I want to inform you of something even more. Listeners, Matt and I have already planned it. We did it on our walk over here. We did. So uh, now take that. Do you know what's even better than a phone call for planning? In-person chatting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, how to defend myself. You were talking about text messaging. We were talking about things like courtesies, maybe, and, and whatnot. So I said, do you want to talk tomorrow? Or on the phone tomorrow, or after we record on Tuesday? You said, not sure about tomorrow, and then listed your excuses. I don't see anywhere here where you said, let's talk about it on Tuesday. In my head I said it, because you had already said it in your text message. <sighs> Emily's got a long way to go with texting. Bad. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm being extra mean today. Uh, I'm trying to be lively. Buying you tea again. <laughs> I'm um, never gonna look at tea and think, you know what? Which one would Matt like for the podcast? Oh, I bet he'd like this one. Wouldn't it be so nice if I surprised him with a tea I think he would like? Do you think that the? Do you think? Um, do you think that we're not mad at each other comes across on the podcast or not? I don't. I can't. I don't. <laughs> Matt, I hope it does. Have you read Harry Potter? <laughs> oh, me. It's my turn to be asked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've read some Harry Potter. Um, I read a good chunk. Um, I read like a whole other novel's worth <laughs> of this book. I consider this to be at least three, if not four novels. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it's one book. I know it's one book. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just got through, yes. I, um, listen, I don't remember what I talked about last time, but I'm still reading Goblet of Fire. Harry has been chosen as one of the champions. Uh, we have met dragons now. Now dragons are a thing we, uh, in the books, have interacted with. Well, actually, I guess there's the baby dragon from the first book. Um, second book? Which one's the baby dragon? Norbert? The first one, Norbert. First one. I remember the character. I'm just messing up which movie it was from. Norberta. Or book. <laughs> Why did I say movie? I read the books first. <laughs> I don't think you did. I think you just lied to me. Um, I did actually watch it. the first movie when it came out, so that part is true. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yes, as fully fledged dragons are now uh, have entered the entered the books, <laughs> fully fledged dangerous horn tail dragons have entered uh, the, the 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 books. And God, well, all these champions are such cheaters. Looking at the dragons before the the challenge is known, it's supposed to be a surprise that they, that they get to f- whatever do they do with dragons. And I would say it's not that the champions are cheaters; it's that the grown ups around them are cheaters. Uh, I would say Hagrid is a cheater, and the is it he's, is he supposed to be German? The other guy, Karkov. Kark- um, I can't. I, I'm having a. I, I couldn't quite well, place he, what they were doing. It's French, France, and Germany is how I think of it. <laughs> um, well, I don't actually know if I remember where the school is, Durmstrang, but it's in like Eastern Europe. So to speak, where it's cold. Yeah. I, I, it's, it struck me as Germany because Karkov sounds like, or if I'm pronouncing that right, it sounds like a German name to me. <laughs> Uh, anyways, these are the schools. For those who don't know, the schools that um, Hogwarts is like uh, the other the other schools that Hogwarts isn't yeah. or whatever. I guess. Bobaton. Uh, yeah. So Durmstrang. So the the that Bobaton. 
Maxine, Lady Maxine, Madam, Madam Maxine. Maxine, she is not cheating. But she's going to tell Floor well, when she, that is cheating. Y- yes. Well, first of all, spoiler. Way to tell me. I didn't get to that. Uh, I knew she was trying to. Um, I think it's fairly obvious. Yes, no, it is. Um, but my point is Hagrid dragged her along. Oh, yes. So he is the enabler in this cheating scheme. And then Karkov is s- literally snooping, although... His motivations I haven't completely been made aware of yet. Although they, they suggest of that, but, you know, technically he could be doing anything. Snoop. People are snooping around Hogwarts all the time. <laughs> yeah, because it's not a good school. It's very insecure. <laughs> why, would you, why would you send your kid to Hogwarts? Keep I don't going. know. Why would you send your kid anywhere? The German one teaches you the dark arts. So like Germany. <laughs> um, how is a Death Eater in charge of a school? <laughs> I, uh, I think, I think, is what you're supposed to realize is that these all these Death Eaters have really gotten off light. Like, yeah, well, that's that is clear here, but that's super light. <laughs> well, think of how many hold powerful positions. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. Well, I thought they didn't. Did they? Did they know that Lucius Malfoy was, or wasn't it just highly suspected that he well, was? It's highly suspected, but maybe I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember if they... They may have straight up come and told me he is now, but I, I, I know they talk about him and, like, probably is, but I don't know. Anyways, I've been reading Harry Potter. There's dragons now. Um, yeah. I'm so excited for you. What was the last thing you read? The dragons. So they just saw... Them. Oh, well, he talks to Sirius Black. Oh, right. About the dragons. Okay. All, that's the same chapter. He meets, you, he meets the dragons and he talks to Sirius Did you finish Black. the conversation with Sirius? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ron, did, Ron interrupts. And that's, yes. And Harry throws the thing at him. The the pin, the little... The pin, yeah. Harry's... Harry's that's Harry, all. That's what I wanted to know. Okay. <laughs> you want uh, to make sure you got, he had the, pit, the pin thrown at him? Yeah. <laughs> that is um, how that chapter ends. Okay. Do we have anything else to check in about? He says, I hope you got a... Maybe you got a scar from that. I know it's what you always wanted. <laughs> it's like, damn, bro. Damn, bro. Um, yeah. Check it in. Is there anything else to check in on? I don't think so. Uh, we already talked about meal kits and another text messaging chat, so we think we're we're caught up. I think we're gonna. I think we're good. I'm gonna need you to talk a little bit louder. I'm so sorry. Again, I'm like yelling in my own ear. <laughs> um, um, that's a check-in. Um, okay. So last week we had two topics, two mini top. Uh, no, we did not. <laughs> oh no! Last no, you're right. Last week we just had my topic. Which was two top two words no, separated by words. the word and. That's why I couldn't remember what your topic was last week. Because mm, I didn't, didn't have, have one, one. And I felt bad that I couldn't remember, <laughs> so I just didn't say anything about it. Wow, awkward. <laughs> um, but Matt, that's as bad. <laughs> it is. It, it is not as bad because it's not rude that I've forgotten. It's just as bad in the way that I should clearly remember things more than a week. Yeah, it's bad later. for your own brain. <laughs> what is your topic this week? Okay. So, uh, I was thinking hard uh, yesterday about a topic. So, I, yeah, uh, this is one of the few times I've actually come up with a topic um, with 24 hours of my own <laughs> awareness. I was trying to think of something that wasn't a video game, <laughs> because I've talked way too much about video games on this, uh, this podcast. Um, and I've already talked, I've already, I already extensively talked about books now. I talk about Harry Potter every week, and I've talked about the one other book I've read, <laughs> Slaughterhouse 5. So I decided I'd jump back to a little familiar territory, uh, but something I maybe haven't covered in a little bit, which is a television show. 
And I'm going to go with a TV show that has recently come back on the air, a new season. Um, although I will say that the new season is a bit of a turning point for said show. It is the um, adult cartoon show Archer. Okay. Um, I don't even know if you know I watched Archer. I don't know if I knew that. Um, but, uh, I mean, it only, it's only a part of my life for like 10 weeks a year. <laughs> And uh, we've only known each other for like three years. So, I don't know. That's only 30 weeks of our friendship. And probably only 20 because the new season's just starting now. So, this is like, this is going to, whatever. I think I might be off on our years of friendship. But um, I love Archer. It's one of my favorite shows. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, No, I have seen a few episodes. I'm not watched many. Okay. So, I have a a baseline understanding. But tell tell the listeners what this is. Archer uh, just started its 11th season, so there have been 10 10 full seasons of the show. Uh, For the first few years of it, it was a spy parody. Um, The main character, Sterling Archer, plays a James Bond-type character, um, but one who, you know, it's part of his character that he overdrinks. Like, you know, James Bond is known for drinking his martinis. Archer is known for being drunk, like, constantly. but he's also still like the world's best spy, as as it were. So he, um, they go on their missions, and it's just like a fun. It's a fun romp. Um, Archer is the main character. It's John H. John Benjamin is is the actor's actor who plays it. John Benjamin, uh, who is also Bob von Bob's Burgers, the same oh. voice actor. That is um, fascinating because I've also seen a few episodes of Bob Burgers and I would not relate those two characters at all no there's actually I think there's been like a crossover episode or something at some point I never saw it I don't watch Bob's Burgers um I have nothing against it I just isn't something I watch Matt hates Bob's Bob's Um, Burgers 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 I do not hate it um I said the word wait I have a story to tell okay I said the word owl to a kid today and they were like what animal are you talking about Hmm. and I was like owl and they're like what and I was like it's like that bird that goes hoo hoo Woo-hoo. And they're like, oh, an owl. And I was like, what? What just happened? I didn't realize I could say, I say owl wrong. I, I, you were saying it to me, and I didn't know what you were talking about. How do you say it? Say it. Owl. Owl. That's better. Owl. It's getting worse. Owl. <laughs> colder. Colder. I think it, it's may, maybe more of an A sound with an You're I. saying like A-L, like Al. Like, it sounds like okay. you're for Alex or something. People. Al are allowed to have accents. I'm not getting mad at you. <laughs> You're getting mad at me. Um, I'm getting mad at the world that I can't say owl. And I keep discovering words. I say it weird. It is interesting um, that you're weird. <laughs> um, Go back to Sterling Archer. Sterling. Uh, Sterling Archer, main character, his um, on-again, off-again love interest, Lana Kane. Uh, his mom, Mallory Archer. Uh, there's uh, Cyril, who's like the guy that Archer kind of picks on most most of the time, and is like the accountant. Um, but they're running, yeah, they're all running a spy agency. But like they all like so Archer and Lana are like the agents. Mallory is the one in charge. Um, then there's like Cyril, Pam, and Cheryl, who are the office people. So there's like uh, Cheryl slash Carol. <laughs> she changed her names. She changed her name a few times. Uh, like on purpose or she's we'll get into her she's uh i know we don't call women crazy anymore but she is a crazy woman (laughs) wow man 2020 in 2020 i can't believe i said it um no she's definitely supposed to be completely like batshit insane and says like the craziest stuff um and she has like 
Um, and I'm not going to kink shame her, but she's got some kinks and they come out. <laughs> Sounds like they're being shamed. Um, I, you know what? I, so, sometimes they're given a little side eye in the show, but uh, only because of just like how extreme they'll be. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say she likes getting choked to extreme death, uh, to near death. This is our, this could be, because I'm talking about Archer, one of our uh, most rated E for explicit episodes. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, Pam is uh, public, re- or not pu- uh, human resources. Um, she used to be like a really kind of sappy character and then like, like sappy human resources type, like, you know, really lovey-dovey. And then she's like grown into being this, one of the most crass, fun characters on the show. Because <laughs> she's the one, she's basically the biggest instigator to Archer's bad behavior. Like she will drink and party with him and all that stuff. Um, where like the other people like are like, recognize that they're sort of, he's sort of, ruining their lives <laughs> yeah uh or is like tough on them like he really picks on cyril a lot for instance and then like lana even though they're in love they like or on and again off again whatever they have um they have a lot of uh disagreements and she has a lot of shame <laughs> about her attraction to him and things like that uh and then the yeah and so they're running spy missions in the first few seasons and uh oh and i should also mention krieger and ray ray is another agent um and uh, Krieger is the lab, uh, la- like the gadgets guy that makes the, makes the weapons and the things Q? like that. The Q, yes. I've not seen a James Bond film. Wow. Uh, but he is the Q. Although he's, so all the, basically all, none of the characters are really all that reasonable. Like everyone is, has their own flaws. Um, and uh, yeah, Krieger is sort of like, he's like Q, but like a mad scientist version where like right. he's super crazy. And he's also creepy. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it's like a whole ensemble of cast. It has a lot of people from, um, uh, or, it has, or it has like a lot of, it's had, it has had a lot of people from like Arrested Development, another show I really like. Uh, so the mom, Mallory, is the mom Lucille from Arrested Development. Oh. Uh, Cheryl. They kind of look the same. Yeah, I think they were they were designed in such a way. Uh, Cheryl is also that's Judy Greer, who's also an actor on um, Arrested Development and lots of other things, and a very funny uh, actor. And uh, yeah, it's just and uh, yeah, some other I mean other famous voice actors. I mean John Benjamin has done a lot of other stuff, and then uh, Aisha Tyler is Lana Kane. She most recently I think hosted. Who's um, Who's Anyway? anyway. And uh, Cyril, who is voiced by, um, I'm forgetting his name, the guy from, he was on SNL for a while, and now I'm blanking. Wait, what's his name again? I'm blanking on his, oh, Cyril on the show is played by a guy whose name I'm forgetting. Oh, well, sorry. No, I got Um, nothing. No, I'm blanking. It's okay. Chris Parnell. I figured it out. That's the actor. So proud of you. I felt bad for a moment there. Um, But... uh, yeah. Can I ask you a question? Great ensemble cast. Yes, go ahead. Why do you like this show? Okay. It's hilarious. Okay. It's uh it's crazy like it's crazy comedy. Like I think in a few ways, so this is actually one of my points. So it's an adult cartoon. It is a cartoon for adults, much like The Simpsons or South Park or Family Guy or Rick and Morty or BoJack Horseman. These are all shows that are cartoons for adults. I like a lot of them, but not Family Guy. Um, (laughs) And I think sometimes, I I think people have a thing with cartoons that they can sometimes turn them off from them. And when I, 
so when I first watched the, sh- the very first episode of the show, I watched it like right when it came out. I was like, this is so funny. I was pr- I'm kind of predisposed to liking cartoon adult cartoons, I guess. I've always loved The Simpsons. So I don't have this like prejudice. But I remember talking to two separate groups of people. One who just was like, it didn't, it didn't look like it would be fu-. They just said it didn't look like it would be funny. <laughs> so they didn't watch it. <laughs> and... Then, and then they did eventually, and then I made them watch an episode, and they were like, oh my god, this is so funny. <laughs> Finally, they just had to give it a chance. And another person I showed it to, they were like, that looks like it's so stupid. Like, literally like from commercials or something, was like, it looks so stupid. And then I had them watch an episode, and they're like, wow, that's really well written. <laughs> and it's because it just, um, it's full of, I mean, it has lots of puns. There's something you might like in there. <laughs> a lot of one-liners. Uh, I mean, it's just like totally a sort of, straight spy thing like all the spy stuff is pretty on point like they're good agents like they accomplish their missions and they're just like kind of passively going through it making jokes along the way and so it has a sort of even though it's far-fetched it sort of has a realism to it that i can relate to of like the just being with somebody and having these like one-liners that you just throw out in a conversation or whatever kind of kind of my deal um uh yes okay so i'm going to tell you a little bit I feel like I've watched two episodes of the show, and it was years ago. Uh-huh. For some reason, from the episodes I saw, is I thought Archer was supposed to just be, like, dumb and bad, and things just go his way. Why, why do I think that? Um, I mean, it might depend on the episode you saw, or maybe it depends on through the eyes you're seeing it through. I okay. think sometimes it appears as though... I think, I think there are times it appears it is more luck than anything else, but I think there's also a sense that you're supposed to know that he has these, like instincts that maybe you just are like you're more meant to assume it's like oh well he has the instincts to do this right or he somehow can do this even though he's drunk he can still like fire a gun accurately and all this stuff like it's like a weird like this you know high functioning alcoholic or something like that could you do your job drunk my job yeah i could do my job drunk being a comedian sure um (laughs) what'd you say being a comedian sure well, I meant your real, your, <laughs> uh, your nine to five. Well, I made, uh, well, I was making a joke in there, but, um, yeah, I probably, I could, pr- I could program drunk. Okay. Keep um, going. I could code in my sleep. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but I think there's, yeah, I think there's just something that he had, like he has like the physical and mental acuity, like kind of like, just like, I think that's like part of what makes him irritating to the other characters is maybe his natural ability at being a good spy. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of like in real life, like if somebody like doesn't put in the effort, but somehow they're still really good at a thing, it can be irritating. <laughs> yeah. And it can seem like they're doing it out of like nothing or luck or whatever, but it's like, you know, some of life is just, is just luck and natural talent or whatever, you know? Okay. I mean, I was never going to be an NBA star. I'm not tall enough. <laughs> so. <laughs> How was your three point shot? Uh, what is that? <laughs> Um, yeah. Ben Simmons asked that same question. Oh, that is a great Sixers joke. Ah. Nice. Thanks. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it can also, I mean, the different episodes also have different themes and, and run differently. Although I will say for the first like 10, for the first nine season, only one guy, Adam Reed wrote every episode of the show <laughs> or like was, or, or co-wrote every episode of the show. Um, so I actually did like, they do have like a bit of a code of how they write their shows. So I don't know. I don't know if they ever made him look truly stupid. I don't know. I'd have, I haven't like rewatched every episode. <laughs> um, what is the code to like writing episodes? 
Well, that's the part I'm not entirely sure about. But like, I'd say it's like, I'd say like the different characters always have like their exact kind of role that they don't like. Even though they'll push push boundaries on it, they don't like become completely different characters. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess my my guess there is that they've maybe never made Sterling look completely stupid, or if he does look stupid, he ends up actually failing. Right. I mean, there have been times where he's not, you know, yeah. Like he he has a lot of uh, uh, he's very um, I don't know, is headstrong the right word? Where he like goes into things without goes into things without maybe knowing if he's going in over his head. Yeah. Uh, in particular, there's a season where he gets cancer and tries to continue basically being um, an agent, <laughs> and they treat. I mean, it's kind of, it's like an interesting. I mean, it's still it's still not realistic, but they also try to treat it real like almost realistic in the world of archer <laughs> like an exaggerated realistic where he is like going through chemotherapy and like trying to be an agent and not really being super successful at it <laughs> and is it still funny because like when you tell me there is a spy struggling to continue being a spy because he has cancer this is a real question that just seems sad so i mean you I mean, I think you are supposed to feel for these. I mean, that's like the nice thing about the this show is it's they're supposed to feel for the characters, um, and I think those are it is still funny because it's him and what he's doing, and you're like it's Archer going through this, so you're like seeing it through his eyes, and he's he's trying to like be funny too, and he's still got his like bravado yeah. that he's doing it all with. Um, so yeah, it's de- I mean it's definitely still funny. Okay. Um, I mean. Ultimately, so I'll fast forward a little bit. So the most recent uh, four seasons, I want to say, all existed in while well, he was in a coma because he basically died. <laughs> uh, and then was in a coma for, or maybe it was three. He was in a coma for three years. And the most recent season, he has just woken up from his coma. And so with that knowledge, really, the last three years are all kind of sad. <laughs> where, like, there is this sort of, like, weird... Um, other thing to it and um, now the new season just started there have been two episodes it'll be the third by the time this comes out they're available uh, they're on FX or FX on Hulu as I watch it um, and uh, now he's sort of dealing with being back after being gone for three years and there is like there's some sadness to this like there's actually a really sad scene in like the first episode where he talks about being alone he, he, he lost his office at, at the at the office yeah. no longer, he no longer has an office and so he goes to the break room and just sits there and he talks about how sad he is and it's like but he says it in a joke and it's funny yeah. and then the show like continues on like the pacing I'd say this the pacing of the show is really fast so like even if something sad happens or you have to, you're supposed to think of something sad they'll kind of move it along quickly enough where you're like okay on to the next thing and, and that, that kind Hi. of stuff um, so now it's interesting so Cyril who I mentioned was the guy he'd been picking on for all these seasons is actually he's sort of replaced him he's become the new agent top agent and so now there's like this new dealing with it but also even though Cyril and Lana are like the new top agents and uh Archer comes along and he's kind of doing a support role turns out he is still kind of the best spy because he figures out how how everything goes down like before they do like he kind of just without knowing it like using his instincts goes like oh this must be whatever and he like you know James Bond's his way through it, which I think is also true about James Bond. I mean, um, he sort of can be, you know, you watch these big action movies and he, a lot of it's luck too for him. Like, That's true. And his charm and I mean, things like that. I haven't like seen that. one of them, but. <laughs> you know, the, 
the the vibe of them. <laughs> Can I say real quick that I think that coma thing makes me think of the episode of Buffy where um, you discover, well, I don't know if you discover, there is a demon who makes Buffy think that she is in, uh, like, she is, like, the Buffy world is a lie in that she is in, like, um, a psych ward for having gone crazy. But the episode is also supposed to leave you thinking that maybe she is crazy and that this is all happening in her head. And she chooses to stay in Buffy world and not wake up in real in the real world. That's all. Interesting. I will say also, you were saying that this is like a thing from Buffy. I'm like, it, there could be a reference to Buffy because also the show makes so many references to things. It's like a big, the show uh, digs a lot into pop culture. Archer does. Like it'll make references yeah. to um, things from like all time periods, like old as hell movies. Like that's the other crazy thing about Archer is he has this like, for some reason he has this like encyclopedic knowledge, encyclopedia knowledge whatever of like all pop culture from like all time and he will make like really obscure references or like sometimes you're like we or like you know star wars references and you're like oh i get that one or uh sometimes he just says something and you're like i know that's a reference and then you like go look it up to see like where it's from yeah <laughs> which is where why i read uh i read like av clubs reviews of it a lot because they'll like point something out i might have missed yeah. and i watched basically every episode uh twice because i know there's something i missed and like every time i've every one watch, I'm like, that's not enough. I've got to rewatch it. Do you watch it back to back or like within the same week or like after the season? I know you don't binge, but. Um, I will. Well, so I've already watched these first two episodes twice. They, uh, the first two episodes released on the same day. So I watched. Hulu does that. I think I, well, yeah. It's a very Hulu thing. I think it was, I think it's just like a season premiere thing. Like, yeah. yeah. They just were like, let's do two of these. So I did watch, and maybe they're going to do two a week. I don't know. But, uh. I did watch the two of them, and I have already rewatched both of them this week. Okay. Um, I haven't rewatched any old episodes in a while, but like I will like just if I'm bored, I might throw on like an episode from an earlier season. I tend to like the spy seasons more than the dream seasons. They can have some fun stuff too. But um, are you aware yeah. he's a dreaming during that time? Um, well, the Does it like go back from coma to dream to. No, you, the, there's only a couple times that it's hinted at that it's a dream. Okay. Um, sometimes in his dreams, it'll hint to it, but like, and, and the, I think that last season ended with him waking up or something. And then the first season is called Dreamland, but it also takes place. I think it's called Dreamland, but it like takes place. Like when it first is happening, you're, it's maybe not clear that it is a dream, but it's obvious that they're doing like genre takes. So like one of the seasons they're like in like prohibition era and um, another season there in, like, outer space and stuff. So, like, you're kind of like, well, are they just doing genre bending? Like, they were just like, fuck it, let's do this. But it turns out it's, like, actually, like, these different coma dreams he's been having. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and even the hinting, it's it's very light. Because I don't think that – they didn't want to, like, bog you down with that. They yeah. kind of did just – they were like, well, what – They it just kind of comes across as, like, well, why don't we just do Archer – doing this that would be fun nice. uh treasure there's like a pirate island kind of a season it's like why don't we have I him on a pirate island you know <laughs> that's a long time to keep that up um 10 episodes well multiple seasons yeah well it's just so each season would be a different different thing but yeah place yeah so i mean that was kind of the way to like not really like and it wasn't clear if they were going to come back so season 10 was originally going to be the final season 
And Adam Reed, the creator and writer of everything up to that point, had said he was done after 10 seasons. But they did a thing in season 10 where they were like, okay, well, we're going to give other writers a chance uh, to like solo write episodes. And if it goes well, I'm going to stop writing episodes, me, Adam Reed, but I will continue like, you know, producing it. And he has actually the voice of Ray, one of the other spies, um, but I won't write it anymore. And I think the episodes that other people wrote last season were really good. Um, and it was like faith, re- faith restored. And he, I don't know. I mean, I don't know this cause I don't read like gossip tabloidy stuff or yeah. anything, but it seems to me that the blessing was given to like have people continue writing it out- outside of him. And I have to say, it's great. And they're back to being spies now. And I love it. Like, um, it's re- really refreshing to be back in the old days yeah. <laughs> and it's like got a new, it's, it's a little new cause like things have changed. Yeah. Uh, Lana's got not gone off and gotten married. That's a whole plot line. Wow. Um, Cyril again is in charge. Uh, Cheryl now, now calls herself new, better Cheryl. Although I'm pretty sure she's already cracked and gone back to her old ways. Um, and yeah, and there's like, and there's a sense that like some, like the characters basically feel like better off without Archer around, but it's like, and so there's some, there's definitely some sadness to that. Cause he's like, I mean, that would be pretty shitty to be gone for three years and then be told, things are better without you go back to being in a coma <laughs> yeah. um but uh um but yeah i don't know i'm still on for the ride and it's 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 great and i actually did not know it was coming back like i knew it was coming back i knew there was another season but i i didn't know it was uh the episode that started to like i saw something on like online it was like yeah. a review of the episode after it just came out i was like oh my god there's a new archer out <laughs> uh and now i'm excited um but uh, do you have a favorite episode? I knew you were gonna ask me that, and I don't. Oh, darn it! I'm glad I'm. Um, you know what questions I'm gonna ask though. Yeah. Well, I because I, I had looked kind of today. I was like just browsing, but I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find my favorite episode. Yeah. Um, I did find that there is an uh, El Contador, which is a really good episode. Has um a charity table read online they did for like, uh, because you know it's coronavirus and yeah. that's all you can do these days uh <laughs> and that's on youtube and i was watching that and that's like a really good episode and um they yeah they have all the actors there doing it pretty cool um i mean i just remember loving this show like almost every episode like season one through f- five or something and just they're all great and then like yeah. now this new season started and it's all great i think just with like some of the dream ones and maybe some of the later ones before the dreaming, like there's like one where they're coke dealers, <laughs> basically they lose their spying gig and they have to like sell drugs, and like that season to me is like not as good. And I just I liked when they were doing spy stuff better, and now I like that they're back doing it. And those seasons are fine, and I didn't like you know stop watching it or anything. Yeah. Like they're just not as good as I think some of the the, the straight up spy stuff. Which I should say, so when they were spies. And this show has been on for 11 years. Yeah, yeah. The spy agency they worked for was called ISIS. I, I was going to bring this up. This is a fun fact I know. <laughs> so part of the reason uh, they, well, I don't know what they would have done, but they basically, in between, when they became the the Coke dealer style thing, they stopped being ISIS and they kind of have like an offhanded reference to that. But like, yeah, they were called that before the uh, Islamic State was a terrorist organization. What a, what a hit. Like, like. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. of all of the things that you could call this it's, fake spy agency, you call it ISIS. Yeah. Of all of the things, I mean, well, of all the, the things, Islamic State could end up being called. Well, and also ISIS. that, and also that, you know, as uh, Obama tried to make a thing, 
uh, he tried to switching it over to ISIL, and that would have been fine. That would have been its own other thing, and it's actually a more accurate title, yeah, uh, because of where the region is. But um, yeah, it was that was a very random thing to happen to that show. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think ultimately. It kind of it kind of seems like it has like a broy exterior to it because this is That's Archer is kind of broy. Two episodes I watched or the whatever it was years <laughs> ago. Uh, but I would say that there's definitely like a much deeper thing than that. Like it's one of those things where the main character isn't really supposed to be. He shouldn't be your hero. You shouldn't want to model yourself after Archer. And okay. that's not to say that he's a bad guy or he's, like, even as cruel as, say, like, Walter White from Breaking Bad or something like that. But he just, like, he's he's a flawed individual that happens. Yeah. And, like, he in the, I mean, he is a, he's a lacrosse player. He's privileged. He every he grew up rich. Like, there's all he didn't have a dad, which that's his, maybe his uh, big uh, thing. And he's, 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 like, a little smothered by his, mo- his mother. <laughs> um not the worst disadvantage to have in the world, <laughs> but he, uh, so there's like all that stuff, but like, you know, it ends up still being like, okay, well you care for this person a little bit like in Mad Men, how Don Draper is not an enviable person. He's kind of a dick, like, <laughs> but he's your protagonist. So you, uh, I guess are cheering him on or you can at least feel bad for him or something like that. I don't know. There's, there's nuance to it. Yeah. Um, and ultimately he's, He's a sad nerd. I mean, I just told you all, he d- makes like Stargate references and stuff like yeah. that. Like, he isn't really cool. And sometimes you find, and you get like flashbacks that like a lot of his exterior. Uh, broiness? Broiness is from like insecurities and from having like, uh, having like a bad childhood and having, and like his mom and like just trying to prove himself. Like that's, yeah. he's, he's constantly trying to be the best because he thinks he needs to be the best. Yeah. Um, and I'd say he's ultimately, ultimately a, an asshole, but also a sympathetic main character. Okay. <laughs> and then you also see how the other people interact with him and some of them, yeah, he is a straight dick and some of them do hate him, but then there's people who care for him and all that stuff. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a very complex show. I'd say it's not just there for the laughs, you know? It's probably one of the more smartly written of the adult cartoons I was mentioning earlier. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's pitiable when it comes down to it. Um, I think that's maybe all I have to say. Unless I was going to ask you if there's anything else, any last things you wanted to add. Questions about it. I'd say give, give, it, give it another try. Maybe watch, like, the first. Maybe I think it's all on Hulu. Do you have Hulu? I do. Maybe try out, like, the first... Uh, few episodes of the first season and be like oh this because i think actually the first couple maybe link to each other too sometimes they have multi-part episodes and those ones can also be fantastic (laughs) one of my questions i was going to ask was where should i start watching the show but i thought it was pretty self-explanatory start from episode one i so i mean some i mean i've a lot of shows don't start good in the first season that's true Shit's creek didn't start well i liked it but a lot of people (laughs) didn't like it in season one now it's swept the emmys exactly um i mean this i I talk i talk about the simpsons this way a lot like the simpsons didn't really hit its hit its groove until season three and if i was like to be like hey you should watch the simpsons i wouldn't tell you to start with the i mean maybe i would tell you to start with the first episode because it's endearing but like the first season is not as good as like this third season yeah but archer starts off strong i don't know if the first season is the best season but if you're getting introduced to the characters and all that you might as well start with the first episode and the first and watch the first couple because they're they're pretty good um yeah i don't know it's a great show i'm sticking up for it even though it's i think it's reasonably popular but i do feel like if you didn't start watching it 
on a whim, then you probably have It's not like, in the cultural zeitgeist. It's not in the cultural zeitgeist. And I feel like people have like, uh, I do feel like I've heard prejudices against it in a way. Um, and not in the same way that like say Rick and Morty does where people are like, it's toxic or whatever. Like, I feel like Archer just like, um, people thought it was people, people just had a presumption of what it was about. I don't know. Okay. And now I love it and it's great. And I'm so happy it's back for its 11th season. Well, I'm happy for you. Wow. Thank you. Um, topic done? Topic complete. Right. That's all I Matt, got. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, well, uh, there's a new um, blog post on my blog, which I guess I'll, blog, I'll plug every week from now on. I don't know. Um, but uh, I covered the song Hurt, which is originally um, written by the band Nine Inch Nails and was covered by Johnny Cash. Um, it was like the final song that he was ever really famous for before he died like six months after it came out. Kind of crazy. Um, uh, so I have not re- I'm so sorry. I've not read it yet. It only came out literally today as we were recording this. Mm. And I saw it on Facebook and I was like, I have to work. I can't read this right now. But I love that version of that song. The mm-hmm. Johnny Cash version. Mm-hmm. His wife is in the video and I think it might have came out after she died. There's a photo of her. Um, I thought she was in it. Uh, I guess I, I haven't seen it. His, in I think his daughter's in it. Yeah. And then his wife's in it as a photo. Um, I, I mean, I don't honestly know, but that's what I got from watching the video. I watched the video yesterday. Okay, <laughs> so, so, it's so like then you are mind. correct. Um, but it it's a good song. I think he does it well. I know the Nine Inch Nails person didn't like it when he first put it out, but I think it's a very well done song. Uh, Trent Reznor did not like the... He was doubtful of the idea. He thought it would be a, too gimmicky, but he actually is a fan of the cover. See, I should just read this article. Maybe uh, that'll be my, it'll be my project I actually tonight. don't know if I wrote that in the thing, but um, I wrote sort of my opinions. I was thinking whether I wanted to go into the whole Trent Reznor thing, but I ultimately didn't. Anyways, go to coverconversations.com. That's where my blog is. I talk about cover songs. I put a new one out every Tuesday. I've done two so far. <laughs> I say every Tuesday. Hey, two in a row is pretty good. Hey. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I actually don't know what my next one is, so I'm not going to tease that yet. But, um, no, okay. I bet it's going to be about a cover. It will be about a cover. That much is sure. Um, and I probably have a new sketch coming out soon, but I'm not going to plug that yet. Emily, who took out her notebook. It's do you have anything to plug? It's not my notebook. Emily, who took out a book she can take notes in, but she calls a planner. What do you have to plug? <laughs> um, I have my um, Armory Lightning team has a show. We're called We Just Met. Um, and it's uh, we have a show on Monday. October 28th at 7. Email the podcast and I'll put you on the RSVP list. October Matt 20- did come to the last one, so he can't be mad at me. And we also have one on October 5th as well. And then another... Wait, wait, wait. when was the first one? Oh, I might have said October. You did. Uh, sorry, September 28th and October 5th. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. Because when you said... The first one you said... Um the t- October 28th, I was like, oh, that's a long way away. <laughs> let me let me, let me me go back. Yeah. September 28th, my Armory Lightning team mm-hmm. has a show on September 28th at 7 and October 5th. Wow, two weeks in a row. Um, Three weeks e- in a row, right? Email if you would like to join or a watch. Um, also, I am doing this thing called Shot for Shot where you do a script reading um, also for the Armory um, and you can email the podcast to get the RSVP on October 9th. It's wow. a Friday at 9.30, according to my planner. Wow. It's of Incredible. Ghostbusters. First one? Yes. Ghostbusters 1? Yes. Cool. Of the, and of not the remake? Of the original, I mm-hmm. believe. 
Very cool. Where, who are you? I don't remember. Not a major character. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think who you'd be. Uh, I can show you later on my email, but I'm not going to say it on the podcast because I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, be sure that if you are not subscribed to our podcast, please subscribe. You're definitely going to catch out the super special episode that comes out next Thursday. I'm not going to say any more about that, though. We've already said stuff uh, about it. I, yeah, kind of. Um, but uh, make sure you subscribe and give us a review, uh, Apple Podcasts, or if you want, Facebook. I don't care. Um, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBD Podcast. Did I cover everything? I think so. Our email address is tbdpodcast at gmail.com. I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD with Matt Emily. Live from Riverside Park. Bye.